0: So Ross Patterson Revolution, boy oh boy, what a fucking fight last night! Uh, man, I can't believe it. I, I truly can't believe it. Um, McGregor was way more than I thought he would be. Um, I, I'm and I'm not going to touch on it too much uh, because we're we're doing it on another show. But um, uh, it was inspirational what he did. Uh, I, I did not think that he could. Ever in a million years, go ten rounds and stay competitive against arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time. Uh, certainly, the greatest boxer of of this generation. And uh, that was a treat, man. He was he gave it his all. God damn it! Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna become a cult hero after this. Whatever he does after this, uh, he's gonna be bigger than ever. So. Uh McGregor. You know how much I love you, bud. And uh you did it. You you did us proud. That was a that was a fun time. Uh tonight we're gonna do something different. Jables isn't on the show tonight. Uh I, I've decided um that I, I really wanted to talk to some first responders out there. Uh and, and I wanted to call you guys and just ask you your craziest stories. Um because I'm I'm sure. Uh, you guys have, have seen it all and seen some really, really fucked up shit. And, um, I know a lot of you guys listen to podcasts a lot cause you're always, uh, you know, in vehicles and, uh, that's what, it's what you do for a living. So, uh, I, I thought it'd be a fun time. And, uh, so what we're going to do is, is do some sponsors and I'm going to start calling people. Uh, First up is, uh, come on, you know, you know it's straightrazors.com. Straightrazors.com is the finest shave in the biz. Um, Look, if you want some baby, baby, baby smooth skin like myself, uh, dude, I'm using a straight razor. Like it, it always looks like it just like freshly shaved. And then like in, like in the other instances, if you follow me on, on Instagram at ST James, ST James, which is literally some crazy shit on there. Um, if you follow me there, you'll be like, oh, fuck, you finally have stubble. And it's like three days later because he's a fucking straight razor. Things are amazing. Uh, they've also got the number one ranked aftershave in the world um, and the number one sh- ranked cologne. Um, and they're called Smolder. Whatever that is, it's it's the greatest goddamn gift to man. So uh, if you want a classy, like upscale, nice shaving kit uh, for yourself or for a gift for somebody else, go to straightrazors.com, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, go to straightrazors.com, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Support the show. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, Strike Force Energy is about to take over the planet. Um, if you're in the Virginia Beach area, uh, they should be in 7-Elevens by now up there um, before they go go nationwide. But uh, go to the website first. Go to go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and you're you're going to get a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You're going to rip that open. You're going to put it in every single liquid you have. Um, one, it tastes amazing, and they got different flavors like grape and uh, orange. Grape is my favorite. Uh, Make America Grape again. And uh, and go grab yourself some. They get a subscription on the Month Club, which is what I have simply because I'm a fucking junkie. I drink it before I go to the gym every day. And uh, right around that, that afternoon crash, uh, around the 2 p.m. area is where I, where I find myself strike forcing up every day. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a subscription Um, Again, the promo code is REVOLUTION for 20% off. They also ship everywhere in the entire world. And they get a 750-milliliter bottle that you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in. It sits on your counter, and you can just pop some squirts in and and bounce on the day. Uh, Highly recommend straightforceenergy.com. Last but not least, we've got the greatest novel ever written in the history of the universe i'm talking about it. night she cries while he rides his steed the first ever romance novel for dudes uh truthfully it's just a really fucking funny book man it takes place in uh, the gold rush era the first one in the sequel to it now uh which will be out next year early next year um i'm gonna say maybe spring or summer uh i have to double double check with folks but uh god damn it, it's the funniest book ever and uh, if, you, if you look, if you don't fucking read, go to Audible. It's, all, it's available on Audible.com. It's one of the high, top ten highest rated books on Audible.com. I know I leaked it on the show. Uh, it lasted a few days and uh, before the Simon & Schuster ripped it. But fuck them. Uh, it's available in bookstores everywhere, but i just go to Amazon.com and buy it. Uh, I know it's sold out a lot of places. Um, and it's great. It's, it's like fucking Blazing Saddles and shit. Uh, McGregor. Uh, all right, let's let's get into this. Let's hop into this. I'm gonna start calling people. Um, this should be a really fucking interesting show. Um, <laughs> here we go. Hello. Hi, is this uh, Dave Smith? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh this is Ross Patterson, man. How are you?
3: I'm doing real good, Ross. How about yourself?
0: Uh man, I'm fantastic. Uh that dude. So we're we're doing a show on first responders here on Ross Patterson Revolution. And uh okay. I, I just wanted to call call people and see what what their craziest call was. Uh first, first of all, w- w- what do you do, David?
3: I'm a canine handler with a uh smaller agency in Central Florida.
0: Okay. Uh, And what's your craziest call?
3: Well, let's see. There's quite a bit to pick from, but the one that springs to mind that makes people laugh the most is I saw a couple people walking down the road. Looked like they were not of the same socioeconomic caste as the neighboring area. Sure. And, uh... We have a very nice neighborhood, and then we have a methamphetamine neighborhood that kind of backs right up to it that's in the county, and I'm a city boy. (laughs) All right. So I waited for them to walk into the city from the county area, and, you know, typical Polk County people heading to the uh, gas station. They're slipping on their uh, sliders as they head up to the gas station. One of them is a bigger girl wearing a muumuu. Another one is a scrawny little white guy that uh had the transition glasses that looked just straight broke so they were just sunglasses at like one o'clock in the morning (laughs) Uh, and then an older woman with them okay so after they leave the store i wait for them to head in front of the nice neighborhood so it's a little bit suspicious and i hop out and talk to them do a pat down real quick for safety everything's consensual they don't seem to be too bothered by it and they didn't have any drugs immediately on them so then i do the scumbag test you're friends with five scumbags, you may be a scumbag. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, you know, Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob's trailer burned down last week. I mean, Billy Bob's trailer burned down because he was probably cooking meth in it.
0: Right, right, right.
3: So while we're talking, all of a sudden, the, uh, the girl wearing the, the muumuu starts screaming. And I'm alone, by the way. Didn't really think that it warranted any other people at that time. The woman just looks straight at me in it's dark road and everything by myself. She screams, ah, the squirrel's biting my titty. Now, at that point, I jumped back because I was a little bit alarmed that, you know, maybe that was code for jump on the police.
0: Right, right, right.
3: So I'm looking around expecting an ambush of some form. And, you know, I was like, lady, what, what are you talking about? I'm calling for additional units. And she reaches elbow deep down into her own cleavage. And she produces... A small baby squirrel. Now, this isn't the Discovery Channel. Baby squirrels are not nice animals. They are not cute. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not a kitten.
0: What, what, what she, was she trying to keep it as a pet?
3: Yeah. Yeah. She pulled it out. After after a pat-down, she reached elbow deep into her own cleavage, and she produced a living animal that I had missed on a pat-down. And she thrust this thing into my face, and she <laughs> said, look, it's a baby squirrel. I go, lady, get that rat out of my face. Just nah, it's a squirrel. Just pet it. And it, I mean, that was that was the end of that encounter right there. No all right, folks, you have a you have a nice
0: day. Way,
3: buddy. It didn't even strike me as like out of the normal until I'm sitting in briefing the next morning. I'm going, you all ain't gonna believe this shit that went down.
0: <laughs> no, f- a ba- so she had a baby squirrel on her inside her in on her hidden, person
3: hidden in a uh, hidden in a a recess or a flab. Or a
0: roll. Oh, it was in there. God. <laughs> we've
3: been talking for five, six minutes about our Frank or cranker neighbors.
0: And so, so no movement from the squirrel whatsoever. Like, like
3: that, I just I guess he got hungry.
0: Holy fucking shit! <laughs> These
3: I, people I, weren't even
4: wearing shoes.
0: I wonder where. Yeah, they never are. And that's the beauty of it. Like when Britney Spears lost her mind and shaved her head. All every picture you saw was her walking out of a gas station bathroom without shoes on. You were like, "Oh, <laughs> she's fucked." Like she's she's fucked now. Um, she, but, but she's f-
3: probably from Central Florida. Yeah, deep down. Well, <laughs> I, she's
0: from Louisiana deep down, so uh, cl- <laughs> close enough. But man, I, I, there's so many quite Like, I wonder what that squirrel smelled like. You know?
3: No. I- you know I've got brain damage, so I've got no sense of smell. That's a that's a blessing right there.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, dude, I, I appreciate you letting me call you tonight. No problem. And and, uh, and being on the show. That's a great one. You're the first call tonight. You're the first call. So this is this is gonna be a good show tonight.
3: Yeah, where can I find this so I can? Uh, where can I find this so I can see it? Is it going to be like yeah, a yeah, podcast? Yeah. Is
0: it- yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it'd be Ross Patterson Re- Revolution Podcast. It'll be up uh, tomorrow morning, actually, uh, or uh, actually tonight around midnight. iTunes, we're available awesome. on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, any any fucking podcast app you have. What kind of phone do you have?
3: I'm running a Galaxy right now. Yeah,
0: uh, so there, there's an app called Podcast Addict. Um, for ga- okay. yeah, for galaxy, and uh, it's free. You just uh, type in Ross Patterson Revolution, subscribe, and then uh, th- this episode will be out uh, tonight around midnight.
3: Sweet, you should do this like weekly, monthly, whatever you think,
0: man. You know, it's, I've, it's funny you say I've that. I got a big bag to dig in, dude. It's funny <laughs> you say that. If this goes well tonight, then uh, we might have to make this a regular occurrence.
3: I, I would certainly hope so. I, like I said, that's just the top one off my head. I, and another good one, man, is uh, things you never thought you'd tell a trainee. Oh, my God. You, that, <laughs> that'll open a door.
0: <laughs> All right, man. We'll, dude, on another show, we'll, we'll really dive deep into this treasure trove you have. <laughs> All right. Nice All right. talking to you, man. You too, buddy. Thanks for being on. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh. Hey, is this Alden Mumford?
5: Yes, sir, it is. Is this Ross Patterson?
0: It is. How are we doing, bud? Dude, I'm awesome. How are you doing?
5: I'm doing great. Just sitting down with a glass of whiskey. Uh I was actually hoping you would call. <laughs>
0: we're we're in the game, my man. We're in the game. Oh yeah. Uh so so let, let's start off by what do you do?
5: Well, I was uh I've been a, a volunteer fireman for 8 years. Um Worked for two departments, and I've been on a number of calls, two of which really stood out in my mind in the uh, question that you asked earlier.
0: Okay. Uh, Fire away. What what do you got for me? What's your craziest call?
5: Well, my first craziest call would be uh, so these two guys broke into a business to uh, break into the safe in the back. And the back of the safe had a bunch of uh, the owner's fireworks in it. Okay. And they opened it with a torch. And, uh, well, you can imagine how that ended up for them. But we responded and uh yeah thought it was yeah thought it was one guy <laughs> turns out it wasn't one guy it was two guys spent the whole night trying to find them and uh yeah they were in uh little bitty pieces all over the building it was uh it was an interesting evening to spend
0: you're kidding so so bo- no. both of them both of
5: them yeah we we thought it was one guy until we found a second left arm
0: no way they both got blown up by fireworks
5: yeah, there was about five pounds of fireworks in the safe, and they cut it open with an acetylene torch, and uh, and uh, it lit them up.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you, you are you are you are the winner tonight, Alden. Uh, uh, really? <laughs> no, no I, I'm on I'm on call. This is the, the second call I've made, and uh, uh, it's <laughs> the first guy said he pulled a, a live squirrel out of out of a, an overweight woman's chest. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, but look, you I you just like took the ca- like holy shit. Uh I mean <laughs> blowing up blowing up a safe with fireworks in it. Yeah, it- yeah, it was uh yeah,
5: was, uh, that was uh that was an interesting night. That was definitely an interesting night that night.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um who cleans that up afterwards, by the way?
5: Oh, Those uh it was the guys on the ambulance, uh, the chief at the time, and uh I was there. And we were picking up pieces and parts with a medical examiner, and then I think you know, like an industrial cleaning company comes in and mops up the rest.
0: Jesus, that's crazy. Because you always wonder, after something like that, who does the cleanup work after that? And uh, I,
5: I know, right? Like you're looking at you're looking at the whole scene going well. Jesus, I'm not scrubbing the damn floor Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alden, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, hey, no
5: problem, man. No problem.
0: Stay safe out there, and uh, yeah, this will this will be up late tonight uh, on Ross Patterson Revolution. I appreciate you doing it, man.
5: Hey, no problem. Thank you very much, boss. It's good to hear from you.
0: All right, have a great night, Alden. Hey, you too, buddy. Bye, buddy. Hey man, it's Ross Patterson. Hey, how what's, you doing? What's up, dude? Not much, bud. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to say your name in case you're still working.
4: Okay. Yeah, I am.
0: Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So I'm not. I'm not going to say your name. Uh, I, I heard you got a crazy story um, for us. This is our first responders episode. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> All right, fi- <laughs> f- fire away. All right. Uh,
4: well, part of what I do. Um, up here is I'm on a, a task force and it's a bunch of different officers from, uh, different agencies. And we, we pretty much, what we do is go looking out for, you know, some of the most violent, dangerous people. But on this occasion, we were helping out the, the postal inspector, um, who was working on a dope case of, uh, a dealer sending large amounts of narcotics through the mail. Um, so we were at an apartment in the, uh, in a suburb of near the big city where I, where I work at. Uh, and, cool. Um,
0: cool. Can, can we tell what you do?
4: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, a police officer or what else do you want to know about? That's great. Besides
0: that? No, 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 that's okay. great. All uh, right. y- yeah, yeah. Cause we've had, we've had, uh, uh, we fi- was a fireman on before you. So yeah, just for the audience. Okay, great. You're a police officer. Um, in, in, in this call, you get this call.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So our task force, um, we go out this apartment, Uh, We're looking for this narcotics dealer and uh, perimeter set up and they we knock on the door, announce our presence. And we can see him that he's peeking out the uh, back window. So we know he's there. He won't come to the door. So eventually we breach the door. We ram it open and uh, we find him right there in the living room and uh, take him into custody, pull him off to the side. And uh, me and and another guy um, who is also a veteran, he was he was a ranger. I was in the Marine Corps. We're holding long cover down the hallway uh, and we see this girl in the back bedroom and she's walking back, back and forth, back and forth. Well, you know, we need her to come out and we order her down the hallway to tell her to keep her hands where we can see him. And, uh, she's walking funny and she's like holding one hand over a crotch. Uh, we clear the rest of the apartment. We find that he tried to fl- flush some dope down the toilet in the back bedroom, Find Lawrence of March cash. So it turned out to be a pretty good hit. Um, we turned our attention back to her because of the way she was walking funny. And right away, we both assumed that she was probably holding dope in her crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So we pulled her aside. We separated her from him. Her from him. And uh, me and this other guy who was a ranger, we uh, we asked her, we're like, um, did you stuff dope? I mean, we're just concerned about your health at this point. You know, if but the, the narcotics that we found in the toilet were ecstasy. If that stuff... If the baggie broke and that's up in you, you're going to have some problems. We need to get you to a hospital like now. Right. Um, she said no. She denied it. Um, we asked her if she was, you know, if it was, if it was that time of the month. Um, you know, was she having any other medical issues? And she told us no. So, you know, we, we got down to her like, well, well, what is it? Because at this point we're still convinced like she's holding dope and she just doesn't want to say. Sure. Um, well, she tells us, she goes, uh, I just had a miscarriage. And we are like, okay. And she's like, if you don't believe me, it's on the counter in the bathroom. What? So, yeah. She said, it's on the counter in the bathroom. And I looked at the guy I was working with at the time, and he looked at me. And it was both, like, the same time. Like, well, I guess we got to go see this.
0: Oh, so- fuck.
4: <laughs> so, we go down the hallway. Um, you know, well, yeah. B- before that, she goes... She's got a head of miscarriage. It's, it's back there on the counter. And, uh, you know, we were going to bury it this morning, but you guys showed up. So, and we decided, hey, we we got to go see if this is if this is legit.
0: Yeah, this yeah, morning, yeah.
4: We get in the bathroom, and it was like one of those moments where we look. There's there's a washcloth on the counter. And she said it was under the washcloth. And I, I look at the guy I'm working with, and he looks at me. And we look down at the washcloth again. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and it gets to the point where we're like, well, we're here. Fuck it. We got to see. So we lift it up, and sure as shit, there it was right underneath the washcloth.
0: Holy shit. So so how how big was the –
4: It was – the only way I can describe it, it was like a circular disc, like if you took a beat and smashed it down. (laughs) Really? It was – yeah. That's what it looked like. Fuck! And we were both like, "That is a new one." We've both seen a lot of stuff during our career, but that—that that was brand new.
0: Yes. <laughs> and what do you do? What do you do at that point?
4: Uh, we kind of just held it down, see if she needed any medical attention, and you know, collected evidence and turned the scene over uh, to the city where it was at. But uh, yeah, that was just.
0: That's an insane story. Uh hey, well yeah. one, one more question that I got for you cuz I've I've always wondered this. Uh when you're when you're on these like dope busts and shit like that and you find a ton of cash like that. How hard right. is it to not just take the cash because it's sitting there? Like and you know it's drug dealer money? I always thought if it was if it was me and, and I was in that position, I'd just I'd look at my partner and be like, "Hey man, we're we're taking some of this shit."
4: You know, you would think that, but when you're there, it's uh it's really easy not to take it. It's, really? Yeah, it's a part of, for me at least, and for the guys that I work with.
0: Sure, sure, it's, yeah.
4: It's it's a part of the job, and uh, I'm not going to embarrass my family like that because I've seen it in the news, you know, with a yeah. bunch of other people. I'm not going to have my name out there like that. Um, I'm not going to be that guy with his face on the news looking stupid. Like, look what this idiot did. And uh,
0: look, and, and I think that's awesome. Um, but but I that's that is the eternal question that you get like when you're when you're watching these movies and you're you're watching you're like man it's got to be like training day right like somebody's just hiding some of this under a floorboard you know like
4: yeah you know what dude not in my experience uh I, you know there's stories out there guys doing stuff like that then and, and they they always get caught and just the embarrassment you know just sure pride for that and everything you worked for and your pension goes down the drain and your family's screwed it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's awesome, man. Uh it's 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 cool to hear that that everybody's a pretty upstanding guy in that world. Uh, the movie's painted a different way, you know?
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you see that a lot. There's not a lot of uh upstanding um, you know, legit cop movies out there,
0: <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's,
4: <laughs> yeah. End of Watch was pretty good, but outside of that, I don't know about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the cop movies. <laughs> well, dude, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, again, we're gonna keep your name quiet, and uh, yeah, man, stay safe out there.
4: Thanks. We'll do. Hey, big fan of uh, everything.
0: Ah, um, hey. D- thanks,
4: thanks for the support, and to the rest of the guys too.
0: Of course, man. Hey, <laughs> thank you so much. No problem. All right, bye buddy. Bye. So why
1: are you acting like I'm dubbing food? If you get hot, then you must get cool. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with the
0: comp Hello Steve. Hey,
6: how's it going?
0: What's up, dude? It's Ross Patterson.
6: Oh, good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Uh we're doing we're doing a first responders show here on the Revolution tonight. Uh what, awesome. what do you do?
6: Uh I am a state trooper.
0: You're a state trooper. Okay, cool. Uh, And what's your craziest call that you've ever gotten?
6: Uh, So it's one I actually started myself by accident. Well, I wouldn't say it by accident, but uh, I was about three weeks out of the academy and I was heading out to go do what troopers do at night, find a drunk, and I see this car kind of stalled out in the middle of the road, a little bit of smoke around it, and then it kind of takes off jerking around a little bit, and I'm thinking, oh, this is somebody, you know, can't can't drive stick shift well then the guy drives through a uh drives through like a little uh median almost hits a post almost hits a pedestrian starts heading down the highway so i take off and light him up and it's not stopping it's going like from the left side to the right side i mean just using the whole whole ramp almost hitting the barrier on either side jesus and uh yeah yeah it was it was pretty it was getting ready i was gonna pit him um if he kept going but he ends up stopping, but he stops, like, blocking the lane. I walk up, and he's got to kind of look in the window, and the guy's got a mouthful of toothpaste. Well, I keep saying guy. It's a girl. Sorry.
0: <laughs> the girl's got um, a mouthful of toothpaste.
6: Mouthful of toothpaste. And it's just, I mean, you know, it doesn't take very long. You know, you're an adult. You don't need a whole lot of special training to look at somebody and go, oh, yeah, you're fucked up. Sure. Yeah, so, uh I can't get him out of the car. Cause he's, if he opens his door, he's going to be right or her door. She's going to be right in lane one. I don't want to, you know, I don't want somebody getting hurt. So call for my partner and have him come in and uh, block the lane behind us. so I can go around and get her out of the car. We're waiting. And, uh, she opens her door. Like she's, she's going to get out. And I'm like, no, 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 just, just wait, just wait. You know, I haven't said anything about being under arrest yet or any of that. And, uh, my partner, I hear him on the radio say he's he's got the lane. So I go to Tom, hey, just you know watch for me. I'll I'll uh, go around and get her, and then once we're done, we'll you know uh, you can get out of the get out of the lane. Well, sure. As I as I look back, I hear the door open again, and I look over, and I and I'm thinking, oh, just drunk idiot, you know, girl trying to open up and you know come out and talk to me or something. Well, no, she uh she went ahead and decided to run across the freeway, and uh, you know one of the things they teach you is just don't don't chase people across the freeway. It's just you know, just not not good. So
0: you, you you, let that go. Like that's one thing where it's just like all right, if they're gonna run across the freeway, take care.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You if I don't if I don't catch you, hey. I mean you make it across, outstanding. Yeah,
0: congratulations. You know? Okay.
6: Yeah, yeah, you win you win. Yeah. So yeah. so um so you know, I'm standing there going, Oh god, you know, okay, pretty dangerous. It's like eleven thirty at night, but it's uh it's right near an airport, so there's still a ton of traffic coming out. And, uh, see the, see the girl, you know, and I call it out. I'm like, oh, female in a black dress, you know, running. Uh, and I see her hit the, hit the median, hit the barrier. It's about five feet tall and just collapse. And I'm like, oh good. Okay. Well, you know, we'll get traffic stopped and I'll head over there and pick her up and bring her back. Well, she just vaults it. I mean, just hops back and goes right back over. And I'm like, oh God. okay. <laughs> wow. And you can hear just, you know, tires squealing, people trying to avoid her. And I'm looking over, and then you just hear this, wham! It's the you know loudest loudest noise I've heard in a while, and uh, see your body go flying through the air, and uh, and it, I mean it was just like you know, back in the day playing Halo, and you see you know grenade goes off and it uh, <laughs> puts somebody up in the air. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm just standing how there. high how how high in the air would you say she is oh, at this god. point?
6: Oh god, uh. 20, 25 feet
0: holy shit
6: yeah yeah almost hit a sign almost hit a like an overhead road sign for the wow there, so what yeah,
0: hitter what yeah. hitter was it a truck or
6: bmw no well, shit yeah and it held up pretty well i think it just kind of like it, it broke his mirror and it kind of skewed the uh one of the headlights but um poor dude was you know he was all shooken up and uh, he, uh, he was pretty upset, you know, cause he's, you know, he's like, oh, I didn't see her. I didn't, you know, running like, yeah, of course, man. Yeah. You know, little tiny person running across the road there in a black dress. Well, uh, I had, I had decided to run across the freeway and I didn't have my, uh, you know, I left my car on the other side of the road there and, uh, <laughs> I get up there and, you know, and I'm just like, this is, I'm three weeks out of the Academy. I'm, you know, brand new to the road and I'm just kind of like, like it's, she's definitely dead but i i'm i'm just kind of and it's just me by myself uh, i have one other guy coming but it's just me by myself there and i'm like do i try cpr or do i just kind of like like i at least have to make an effort or at least you know look like it so yeah you know i just kind of pulled her out and checked the polls and of course there's none um
0: she's fucking dead at this point right oh
6: she's fucking dead yeah you know and the and the medics show up and they're they're the best medics i think in the country they're outstanding they show up and, uh you know they they start you know they start working on her deal you know just hardcore going for it and i'm like you know more power to you guys
0: yeah well and, what, what do you ever figure out why she had toothpaste in her mouth
6: oh yeah yeah so uh run, run all the information on him on her oh let's see. well Okay, so we run all the information on her, and it uh, comes back that she's been arrested. She's got two prior DUIs. She had just been arrested the week prior for DUI, and I was going to give her basically the fourth, uh, her fourth one. And the toothpaste was, she thought she thought if she squeezed a bunch of it into her mouth, I wouldn't be able to smell the alcohol.
0: No way. Yeah. Ka- yeah. Look, kind of genius. Kind of genius. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. So yeah, when
6: you're wasted. Yeah, when you're wasted. Um you know, you tried you tried crazy stuff like running across the freeway.
0: Jeez, uh, that's uh, that's a that's so a game I of Frogger. Understand. You're not going to win.
6: Yeah, no, but here here's the craziest part. None of that was the crazy part. The crazy part is I'm calling it out as a female, and my sergeant shows up, and she's one of the nicest ladies you'll ever meet. Uh, and I'm like, hey, yeah. So she this happened. And I keep saying her, she, she, her, because we're in a dress, black female. Yeah. Long black hair, good sized breast, like female. Sure. And she's, you know, she just kind of like stops me and she's like, n- no, n- no. I'm like, I'm new again, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What- what's wrong? What's wrong here? And you know, and I, and she goes, that- that's a, that's a man.
0: Oh, have a she? The, the 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 woman had a dick on her, huh?
6: Anatomical, yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, what a fool of
0: me! Holy shit! Uh, plot twist. Um, well, wherever wherever that special lady he she is, uh, RIP. You know. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely,
6: definitely still sad. I mean, no matter how you look at, it, sad. You know.
0: Three weeks out of the academy. That's that's what you're you're forced with. At that point, where you're just like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into?
6: Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And that only that only started a, a long list of other crazy, crazy shenanigans.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Later on down the road. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Steve, I, dude, I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> stay safe out there.
6: All right, man. You too. Thanks.
0: All right, bye. Bye. Hello, is this john buchanan
7: it sure is
0: it's yo ross. it's ross man ross patterson how are you
7: i'm good how are you
0: i'm fantastic uh we're, we're doing a first responder show tonight uh w- yeah. w- what do you do
7: um i've been a little bit of everything um now i work as a uh, firefighter emt
0: okay uh what what's your craziest call
7: um i actually have uh I have two different pretty good ones for you. One of them's a blood and guts and gore, and the other one's just a heebie jeebies kind of weird thing.
0: Okay, fire away. So,
7: um, about 10 years ago, I was working down in, uh, in Marion, Virginia, pretty rural, like real far away from like major hospitals and stuff like that. And uh, we have a trucker who was keeping acid to like break his chains free on his truck. He kept that in a Pepsi bottle, mm-hmm. and he was also drinking Pepsi.
0: <laughs> how'd that end up
7: um well we uh had no idea what to do for this poor fella and so we called into the hospital and the doctor ended up saying uh well because we're about two hours away from the nearest hospital that could even remotely do anything for him they said well get off the phone with us let him call his family and uh tell you're him that uh there is no hope
0: you're kidding
7: yeah so we got to hang out there with the dude on the side of the road while he died.
0: Holy shit! So, was he just was he sitting down? Did you did you lie him down? What do you what do you do at that point?
7: Um, I mean, just let him be comfortable. He was on the phone pretty much the whole time until blood started coming from every imaginable orifice on your body.
0: Fuck! What? So,
7: It looked very painful. They, uh, my medic gave him all of the morphine, so he was kind of comfortable. But
0: all right, and what what was the exact uh, fuck? What what was in the Pepsi? What what was the exact uh,
7: hydro? Hydrofluoric or hydrochloric acid? One of those.
0: Hydrochloric acid. No shits. That is yeah. fucking absolutely insane. Apparently, a
7: good swig of that'll uh, put you put you night night.
0: Wow. A long, a long nap. Uh, so so the guy just died right in front of you, then, huh?
7: Yep, yep. Over uh over a little bit of time. Well, and
0: and what he called all of his family and what, what?
7: Yeah, he had a chance to call everybody. His wife ended up coming out. And yeah, unfortunately, he was only like two hours away from home.
0: And just, but, was he a normal dude, or was he, you know? Yeah,
7: just a normal trucker guy.
0: No fucking way. That's, fuck. That's brutal.
7: Yeah, yeah pretty terrible, right?
0: Jesus, man. Uh, that, 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 that's crazy. What, what's your other one that's, that's wild?
7: Um, so, I, uh, I've been working in uh, the city of Wilmington up in Delaware for about three years now. And um, me and my partner, like anybody that works in that line of work, our unknown medical problem calls that we get sent to are usually some of the most interesting. So we get sent for an unknown medical problem, and it's it's you know the the city's name, uh, earned the nickname of Murdertown, USA. So it's the the heart of the ghetto. And um, we go to this house, and it's in the in the middle of the hood, and it's all dark. And the interior door was open, and the outside door was clo- was uh, closed, like the porch door pitch black inside so we go up to the door and he's like come in and we go in there the house is completely pitch black we're just using flashlights to look around and the guy's standing off in the corner like just staring at this picture on the wall and uh we're like so what's going on sir and he said they took her we're like they took who he says uh, my sister okay <laughs> who took her the shadow people
0: Ah, then. yeah, okay. big All big right. fan of the shadow so, people.
7: So he walks over to another picture on the wall, and and then we look down on the uh, coffee table there, and there's about thirty varying types of knives, like everything from your kitchen knives to like a, a machete. Okay. So it was a little bit unnerving, and we were able to, uh, with some nice verbal judo, manage to uh, coerce him outside. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was one where you know the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, and it's just a very uncomfortable feeling.
0: Shit. So, so, so. At the end of the day, what happens to this guy? Like nothing. Oh, he
7: was just crazy. Yeah, he was just crazy. He wow. gets sent in for some kind of like evaluation, and then you know they determine whether uh, whether he's fit to be a part of a normal society or whether he should be committed someplace.
0: Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird that there's people that that are out there that exist like this. Where you're like, man, you're a uh, this uh, creepy, Yep. creepy. Um, well, John, dude, I appreciate you being on the show, man. This was fun.
7: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for calling.
0: Yeah, stay safe out there. All right, thanks. All right, All take nice. care. See you. This is Ross Patterson. Is this Matt?
8: Yes, sir. How are you doing?
0: What's up, man? How are you?
8: Well, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Awesome, man. We're doing a first responders show in Ross Patterson Revolution tonight. Uh, what, what do yeah. you do?
8: Uh, I'm a police officer.
0: Okay. You're a police officer. What's your craziest call?
8: Okay. This one comes in a series of about three calls. Okay. But uh, the, the first time I had to deal with this individual... Um, I got called out on my day off to go pick somebody up from an ER because they were, uh, they were being transferred to a mental uh, facility.
0: What? So, like, a, like, were they on a psych hold, like a 5150 or something like that?
8: Yeah. what uh, in Oklahoma, we call it an EOD or an emergency order of detention. Um, so this, this broad is just she's nuttier than batshit. But, um, She's got Hep C. I think she's uh, HIV positive, and she bathes about once a month. Oh,
0: so that's, my, that's my favorite. Ty- right. That's my favorite type. That's my favorite. Oh, type. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, if
8: you're good and right, you just get right in there and go to town. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so, so this broad is just she's lost her marbles and uh, stinking up the backseat of the car with the sergeant and I in it, and uh, so. You know, we've got a four-hour drive with her in the car, and she's babbling on about the FBI and everybody else. So we take her and get her dropped off, and the psych ward was ecstatic to have her in.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's bread and butter for them. So she gets in there and then accuses me and my sergeants of being feds and spying on her. And we get all the paperwork, take care of her, think we're done with this thing about a month later we get another phone call this one's coming from her uh, nephew who lives down the road okay we've got to go in and take her back to the sideboard because they brought her out and couldn't handle her so this time we've got about a six hour drive and she keeps telling me that she is just obsessed with seth rogan and I'm, the hey, actor, Seth fantastic. Rogen? Yep. Yes, sir. The actor.
0: <laughs> no one is, like, no female is obsessed with Seth Rogen.
8: Well, this one is. I mean, I'm assuming she's a female. I haven't gone in there and checked. But, sure. Uh, she, you know, but this time she's got um, plastic knife cuts all over her arm. Instead, she got the idea from Pineapple Express. What? Yeah, I've I've never seen it. So I, I, can't, I have you know, seen it, and I don't
0: remember anybody having you know either of the characters slicing their wrist. Um, yeah,
8: I, I don't have a clue. I mean, you know, meth's no. a hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah,
0: but, yeah, uh, yeah, it is.
8: So so we have to take her to the ER to get all those taken care of. Where of course a meth needle comes out of her bra, and she goes to tell me that JoJo, the circus monkey down the road, gave it to her. Okay. I said, oh, okay, that's, that's fantastic. We'll see if we can't catch this uh, crazy circus monkey that's hanging out in there. And she goes, oh, you're, you're one of those good feds. All right. I'm like, okay, all right. here's this crazy bitch doing this all again. And um, every time she would get touched or moved or anything else, she'd start whining and crying, oh, on and on and on. We get her into a psych ward and The nephew says, oh, we're not going to let her out this time. This is, she's not coming back out. Okay, great. About a month later, same phone call, but this time somebody's trying to kill her. And we're in a town of about 4,500 people. Not a very big town at all. We've got six officers. So my sergeant and I went back out there. And this time she didn't want to stand outside and talk to us because her husband, who's been in the pen for the past, oh, I think 15 months or so, is a snitch. And everybody in town is going to kill her because she snitched on somebody else in her mind. Okay. So she wants us to take her to a safe house. Okay, well, we don't have those. We're a real small town with no budget. So we finally get her calmed down enough to go back to her house. We're not gone five minutes. We get another phone call. It's on the emergency line. She can't find her doorknob, and she's been locked in the house, and somebody's in there trying to kill her.
0: Oh boy! So of course
8: you can't you can't not respond to that. So of course we have to run back over there, and she was passed out with a meth needle in her arm.
0: Holy shit! Yep. So so what do you and, do? What do you do at that point? Do you walk away, or do you actually <laughs> take her somewhere, or do you call? Like, what do you do?
5: Well,
8: we uh, we've got a lot of uh, Indian reservation land. In our area, and she happens to live on their what's called trust land, so it belongs to the tribe. So we handed that over to the tribal police.
0: Oh boy!
8: <laughs> yeah. So I have no idea what they're doing with her, but I haven't seen or heard from her in about three months. And it's been nice.
0: <laughs> and it's been nice uh, It has
8: been lovely
0: Fuck, these, man, there's been some crazy stories tonight Matt, I, dude, I, I appreciate you being on, man uh, appreciate no, no, I
8: sure appreciate you calling
0: Hell yeah, Th- dude, thanks for being on Ross Patterson Revolution And I'll talk to you soon
8: Alright, take care
0: Alright, bye buddy Hello? Hey man, it's Ross Patterson Hey bro, what's going
9: on? What's up? No, not too much, man. Just having a uh, having a few beers and just uh, fixing up a Sunday dinner. What are yeah, you
0: up just to? enjoying the Sunday. Uh, look, we're we're, we're doing man. a first responder show on Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, well, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Thanks for letting me call. Um wh- yeah, absolutely. Wh- what do you do?
9: Uh, I'm a firefighter EMT.
0: Okay, firefighter EMT. What, what's the craziest call you've ever gotten?
9: Um. So. <laughs> Actually, one popped into my head when I saw that post, so this is going a few years back. Um, I want to say around Christmas time, probably like two or three days before Christmas, not quite Christmas Eve, but um, we got a call for a uh, psych psych slash mental health issue um, going on, so we respond to the house, we get there, Um, PD goes with us to those, but we got there before the police, and uh, I knock on the door, and an elderly gentleman opens the door for us. So I go inside, and this guy's whole family is sitting down having like a Christmas Eve dinner type deal at his uh, dining room table. So I ask him what's going on, and he points. He has like an island in the kitchen, and he points to the island, and he says, that girl right there. And there's just this girl, probably late teens, early 20s, just sitting with her head down on the table. So I'm like, okay. So I go over, I start talking to her, and something seems off. She's like mumbling stuff, doesn't make any sense, just seems out of touch. Like she's either on something or off of something like her medication. So I ask him. I'm like, all right, like, does she take medications for anything? Does she use drugs? And he goes, oh, no, dude, I have no idea. So I'm like, well, what do you mean you have no idea? He's like, my whole family and I were sitting down eating dinner, and all of a sudden the front door opened, and she just walked in, walked right through the dining room and right to the kitchen and just sat down at the table. He goes, I've been talking to her for, like, 20 minutes. She's not making any sense, and she won't leave.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. So, so, yeah, man. I, there's so many questions here. So, so what ended up happening to to her, first of all?
9: So we were talking with her, and uh, shortly after we got there, the police got there. Um, So she kind of became a little combative, didn't want to leave the house. Uh, She was convinced that that's where she lived. Um, When we tried to get her to leave, she kept trying to go into the cabinets and take stuff out of the cabinets because that was her house and she needed stuff before she left. Um, (laughs) But we finally ended up with the help of the police getting her into the ambulance and uh, getting her to the hospital for an eval.
0: Man, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Why? Yeah. Why? Why was that guy's fucking door open? Like why? Why? Was I don't it... know. <laughs> that's my other question. locked right in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> holy shit! Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I would have. What do you think you would have done in your situation? Roles reversed. That's your house. Um, me personally, you know, obviously i go for the gun first and then ask politely to leave. If, if, if they don't, I just throw them out the back door. I, I don't even think I'd bother with the call.
9: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd probably, I mean, she was, like I said, she was a tiny little girl, probably late teens, early twenties, probably like 120 pounds soaking wet. So, I mean, I probably would have asked her to leave when she didn't. I probably would have picked her up and just threw her out yeah. the front lawn and called her. Yeah, right? them
10: deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, dude this was an awesome story uh, i appreciate you being on the show man
10: yeah
9: absolutely man thank you
0: all right cool talk to you soon all right man have a good night thanks all right you too bye-bye all right bye yo yo is this matthew Yes is what's up man it's ross patterson
10: oh you fuckers gotta call me while i'm shopping oh,
0: are you really shopping
8: yeah, I'm shopping. What do you think
0: I am? <laughs> it's Sunday. It's Sunday night. Where where, where? where am I calling? What state?
10: Michigan, man. Northern Michigan.
0: Yeah, fuck. It's Sunday. What are you doing shopping on a Sunday night at seven thirty?
10: Well, I got to work at six o'clock in the fucking morning.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, look. If you don't yeah. have time for a story now, well, I'll call you back in another time.
10: No, I got time for a story. I can step outside. All right. Cool. So. So what story do you want me to hear? Well,
0: well, let, let's start off with, with what do you what do you do?
10: I'm a firefighter. I've been a firefighter for 15 years.
0: Okay. Uh, so, up in Michigan.
10: Yep, up in Michigan. Uh, I work out at Traverse City. It's one of the largest communities in northern Michigan. Okay. So and what's
0: the what's so the get, what's the craziest call you got?
10: Well, craziest call we got was this year. I get dispatched for an unconscious mail. So we get there uh the sheriff's department's there and we walk in and we get told hey come out to the fucking garage well, we walk in the garage there's candles lit all over the place there's a rope hanging from the ceiling you know it's like fucking sex a dungeon up in this place
0: oh a sex dungeon you know? that's that look yeah. that's a that's a that's a nice thing so, i like that you
10: know, they got the can- yeah they got the candles right next to the the workbench and the tools and everything next to the trash and everything. It's pretty cool. pretty sweet setup they got going on here. And as we look down, there's a chick completely naked doing CPR on her boyfriend. This chick had the nicest ass and biggest fucking tits ever. Really? And he, yes, and she's just pounding away. What I really think that's killing this guy is her big fucking tits smack in the face while she's trying to CPR on the guy.
0: So. <laughs> so, so so what, what what did he need CPR for though was the question
10: Well, that's the interesting part. We found out that they would go put the kids to bed, they had a buffet of fucking drugs and fucking fireball, get drugged up, get drunk up on fireball. What he likes to do, he likes to hang himself from the rafters and fucker well he's while, he's choking. No you know, way! Yeah. So wow. what happened? He wants to slip or something, and he started choking himself, and he passed out.
0: <laughs> so, so, so he he was okay though. He 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 ended up being was, alive.
10: Yeah, he ended up being alive. But <laughs> the best part was when the deputy had to talk to her, and he the deputy's eyes was just like he just walked into something he's never fucking seen before. <laughs> And this is usually for another mission. This Northern another we mission. We're a bunch of sex strange fuckers up here because we had to deal
0: with the winners. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I know. Look, I went to Ohio State. I know those winners up there. And people don't understand. Like, you, gra- you grab the one you came with during the winter, and then shit gets yeah. weird, man, because it's just too cold. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. We're just like, all right, cool. Let's try this. It's fucking cold.
10: So, So she gets up. And as she turns, as we take the patients are doing CPR, as she turns, she's got this huge-ass black dodo strap on.
8: No and she tells the way. Dep-
10: yes. And she tells the deputy what he likes to do. Once he's about ready to nut, he gets off the rope. He bends over, and she fucks him behind so he can nut that way.
0: And what does he jack himself off then? What's that? He does he jack himself off while while, she, while he's no, getting pegged? She
10: just banged. I I don't know from that point. I don't know because we really didn't want to dive into the whole sexual thing of it. Sure, because sure. It just got weird. You know, it just got weird that she fucked him up the ass with a big black dildo. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I understand the white dildo, the smaller guy. You know, maybe Asian dad. How but
0: how how? Yeah, yeah. How how big would you say it was? inch and this thing like,
10: had been like a fucking 12 inch motherfucker wow one foot big fucking
0: Did, you know, like I'm big girth big, big. big girth too
10: yeah yeah she oh. uh, about six inches i mean this thing was huge shit i don't know how she could support it with the fucking hip she had
0: man it mean,
10: was, was a lot of weight man She deadless or something
0: so so the guy this guy uh, this guy woke up though right
10: yeah he woke up we uh we got him back. He was breathing. And, yeah, he said that he must sweat. He was choking. And, uh, yeah, his big-kitty wife pretty much saved his life by doing CPR.
0: Wow. So, and what what about the kids? Are they, were they in the house?
10: Well, <laughs> yeah, the kids were in the house. We had to call her parents to come pick them up. So the family started coming over and seeing their little fun uh, fun time they have.
5: Yeah.
0: so it, w- it was still out like w- w- like were the family like hey what happened and the, and the guy was like look I l- I like to strangle bait and then get fucked in the ass right as I'm <laughs> about to come like th- like.
10: This- I, uh, from my understanding I they kinda told him something but he didn't go really in depth with it we are already loading this guy up in the ambulance and so the, the wife and the deputy or girlfriend whatever you want to call her were talking to the parents but they didn't look too impressed because the mom started flipping out on her. So <laughs> Really? Yeah.
0: Oh boy. So,
10: and and the, the girlfriend, wife, whatever, she got arrested for narcotics. Uh, so maybe have a great night.
0: No, no, not at all. That sucks. Cause you know, sometimes you just want to relax, hang yourself and then get, get fucked afterwards on some drugs. And then this happens and spoils a perfectly good Tuesday. You know?
10: Oh, I know. I know. I you know. I think they took it a little bit too far when they started adding the fireball in this whole mix. That's just
0: <laughs> the, fireball. the fireball pushed him over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, hey man you- I, I appreciate <laughs> Thank- you being on the show and uh, I'll let you get back to shopping, but this was an amazing story.
10: No problem, Ross. Hey, and one more thing.
0: Yeah. Ohio State. Uh, good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. By the way, <laughs> you know, you know, right. we're we're gonna win the national title this year. This is one of the greatest teams we've ever had.
10: I don't know about that. This has got to be Michigan's rebuilding year to be done with. You guys have been, you know, re- been
0: rebuilding for eighteen years now. I, you've, you've only yeah. won once. At, you've only beat Ohio <laughs> State once in the last what is it, sixteen all years all or God, something? He's got it. He's got it. He hasn't had it yet, so I hope the streak continues. But uh, I love you. Thanks for being on the show, man. You too,
10: Ross. I love you guys. Have a good day. All
0: right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hello? This is Gregory Patchy Stone. Yes, yeah, man, it's, Patterson. This is welcome to the revolution, dude. You're on Ross Patterson Revolution. What are you doing?
10: Uh, nothing.
0: Nice, oh, perfect. Uh, so as you know, we're doing a first responders show. Uh, what, what, what do you do?
2: Uh, I'm well. Okay, so I'll give you background. I was, I started off my interest in first responding from when I was a law enforcement explorer with uh, Post 120 out of Danvers, Mass. Then I went to EMT school, got my certification, but since I was working
8: third shift
2: on armed security, I had to not study, which made it so I had to lapse from doing all of that. Okay. And uh, I work with the Coast Guard Auxiliary, and I'm doing armed guard now, armed security.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So so what's your craziest call?
2: So the cra- two, there's two parts to this. So I got shot in the face when I was 15 with a bow and arrow.
0: Oh, yeah, look, nor- normal day. Um, yeah. <laughs> how and or why? Because, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot of instances that you're around a live bow and arrow.
2: Uh, so my friends decided it would be a great idea to make one. Out of a make a uh, bow out of a stick with twine. Okay. And then make a homemade bow, uh, homemade arrows with uh, using um, package tape.
0: Cool boy. a
2: hardware store.
0: Okay. Okay. How that? How that end up? Where did it get you?
2: It got me right in underneath the eye socket. It hit my orbital bone around my eye on my on my left side.
0: Jesus, man! So, so, <laughs> can you see and everything? You're fine.
2: No, I can't see it on my left eye.
0: Oh wow! God damn it! But That's actually, awful.
2: I was I for four for three years. I was talking to army and marine recruiters. They loved me. They wanted to fight over me. It was it was amazing. Um, but. When I turned 16, I was like, listen, can I still do this or not? And they were like, no. I'm like, damn it. Okay.
0: Okay. So but then
2: I discovered the Ghost Card Auxiliary. Okay. So digressing. Um, no, that's fine. So the second part to this story is in 2012, I was at my friend's former friend's Army Navy store. Mm-hmm. And I, they had me do a Dunkin' Donuts run. And this is actually part of the reason why I wanted to become an EMP. And I still do. I'm just working on it right now. I can't because a third shift, armed security, and sure. sixty hours a week. Um, so I'm driving down the road. We hear a sm- I hear a smash as I'm pulling out of the parking lot, and a car rear-ended another car. And inside this car was a kid. I had a high school kid smashed his right eye socket off of the. Driver's side seat. Okay. So this kid's eye was all fucked up. Like it was the the eye socket was swollen. There was some seepage from underneath the eye and some seepage from around where it was all swollen. And um, I had to take control of the scene, even though at the time I had just gotten my CPR first aid. So I was literally just a first responder. There was a nurse on scene and I told her listen I'm just a first responder and she's just like okay cool cuz I had to take my 3-year-old to a doctor's appointment. So she abandoned the patient right there. Wow. And there's a whole bunch of people around him and I'm like no, I've got this. I looked at the um, one guy who is I'll never forget his face. This guy had a goatee biker looking dude and he I was just like are you on the phone, 911? He's like, yes. I'm like, give me the phone. And I'm like, hi, dispatch. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm Greg. Listen, um, I had an eye injury myself, so I'm going to describe to you everything I'm seeing. Make sure you relay, it, relay all this information to the EMTs, in, EMTs and paramedics in route. And they did exactly that. Like, they told them everything that I told them. E&T's got on scene. I told them I got shot in the face with a bow arrow, which is why I knew all so much about eye sockets and everything. And this kid was shaking and crying for his mom and dad, just like I was. And I looked at I when I was talking to the E.M.T. about my eye, I was actually talking to him. Okay. And I made that kind of look obvious with a couple of glances I gave to him. But as they threw him in the back of the bus. I slapped him on the leg and I told him, you're going to be fine. Like, I was fine. You're going to be even better than I was because your injury does not look as bad as mine. Mine was, there was blood everywhere. Yours was not bloody like mine was. Every now and again, I still think about that kid.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. hey, man. Dude, I I, I appreciate uh, you letting me call you here and uh, and for being on the show. Thank you. It's Been a pleasure, Ross. Awesome, man. Take care, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Hello. Is this Steven Wayne? Yes, it is. Hey man, it's Ross Patterson. What's going on, man? What's up, dude? You're on you're on Ross Patterson Revolution sweet uh what's uh we're doing a first responder show um mm-hmm. w- w- what do you do
11: um i'm actually a firefighter in baltimore city i'm working today
0: actually oh really no kidding that's K-O. awesome um what's uh what's your craziest call
11: oh there's a couple of different kinds i mean we go on shootings and stuff all the time we always find all kinds of crazy shit that way i mean what's
0: and, the what, uh, what's the craziest one you've personally been on
11: um, we went on one about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, middle of the week. I got shot 22 times laying in the middle of the street.
0: Holy shit. What was it over? Sorry. Do you know?
11: Um, They said he was sitting on the corner. Somebody came around and uh, yelled at him and then started shooting and chasing down and emptied the magazine into him and then just put another one in and started shooting again.
0: <laughs> no shit. Did they ever get the guy?
11: Too. He was alive, too.
0: <laughs> what? So is he, li- is he alive today?
11: <laughs> uh, I think so. They took him into surgery. He had... Two bullets in each arm, two bullets in each leg, he had a couple in his chest, he had one in his neck, he had one in his head.
0: Fucking <laughs> he lived through that?
11: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Wow. One in his uh right arm shattered his uh forearm, and it was all flopping around.
0: Shit. That's <laughs> nuts, man. It makes yeah. like fifty cent look like a bitch. I mean you took yeah, you I'm take like, twenty-two shots. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> that's unbelievable.
11: Yeah, we were trying not to walk on the shelves when the police were laying down all the little uh, placard saying this is bullet casing this is bullet casing i'm
0: sure dude i'm i'm sure it <laughs> it looked like a fucking jackson pollock painting with, oh, with... It,
11: was everywhere. it was crazy as shit
0: <laughs> wow uh, a
11: little war zone <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well dude, I appreciate you being on the show. That was an awesome one. Twenty two shots fun, and lived. Uh yeah, I, it
11: was fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> I like it, man. Well, dude, uh, st- Steven, have a great night. Oh, uh, thanks, man. You too. All right, bye buddy.
12: All
10: right, thanks.
0: This is Travis White.
12: Yes,
0: it is. What's up? This is Ross Patterson. You're on, you're on Ross Patterson Revolution. Hey,
12: man,
0: what's up? What's up, man?
12: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: <laughs>
12: not not expecting this, that's for sure.
0: Really? Dude, dude I, yeah, I put up a post, and I was like, hey, we're, we're going to do a show, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling people. Uh, what, what, what do you do, by the way?
12: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm a fireman from the city of Houston. Okay, great. Oh, shit, are you in Houston now? No, I'm
12: actually on my five-day today, but I go back tomorrow.
0: Okay. Yeah. let's
12: oh, go back tomorrow. That may change. Let's see how the weather works.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. You know, all I've been seeing on the news is the floods in Houston that they're like biblical right now.
12: Yeah. They, yeah. They're projecting another are like twelve inches tomorrow, or well, between today and tomorrow. So we'll see.
0: Shit. Are, are, so? Are you going back for that?
12: Yeah, I go back. I go back on shift tomorrow.
0: Wow. That's going to be a fucking crazy day, huh? Oh
12: yeah, it'll be a blast. Yeah, it'll be a blast.
0: Man, uh, what's what's your craziest call you've ever gotten?
12: Uh, so probably the craziest one, we had a, uh, we got dispatched for a trash fire, uh, outside behind the apartment complex and we get there and we see a little bit of a little fire burning. So we take, uh, just a little pumpkin over there and, uh, you can see where somebody had cut through this chain link fence. So I crawl through, I'm spraying this off. And to me, it looked like a tree branch that somebody had lit a fire in the middle of. So, okay, so I'm spraying it off And I'm kicking it Trying to flip it over And my uh, Captain goes say, hey, go ahead and stop For a second I said why He said just look at that What does that look like to you So I stop I shot my flashlight over there And sure as shit It's a fucking dead body Okay uh, Taking this guy That Would be shot, he got shot in the stomach And he got stabbed in the chest They wrapped him up In a uh, Bed sheet Doused him in something And lit his ass on fire
0: what? <laughs> wow! And
12: that was uh, like six thirty on a Tuesday.
0: Holy shit! So, so wh- why? Uh, there's the, wow! There's a lot of questions now. Uh, <laughs> I, wh- why? W- why did the guy do it? Why? How did he get there? You know?
12: That we don't know. I, I I never got any any other any information other than what the coroner told us, and all they all they told us was how he died. So all all I know is that they shot him once and they stabbed him once, and then they wrapped him up in a bed sheet or something and then just him on fire and then they dropped his body out behind his apartment complex
0: shit why like why there like if you're going through the trouble to light somebody on fire and all that shit um why right. wait, chuck him out in the middle of the woods, you know um
12: exactly you, you would think I mean but hey that's that's Houston for you,
0: yeah but he, he, you know i spent i i went to houston for my first time that i actually spent like a, a couple of days there uh for this past super bowl and um it's a, it's a weird city man the, the the layout of it's weird um which leaves yeah, itself it open to weird. a lot and of I fuck it. Don't
12: worry, it's, I, I love working for him but it's it's a weird city it's it's definitely a, you got to get used to it
0: yeah, because I mean, the, the, and the layout of it is weird. Where you are like, man, I'm not really sure where I am. I walked so my first my first night in Houston, I walked into an. Uh, I I thought it was just like a normal Mexican restaurant. I had I had a later flight that was delayed, so I, I get in. I was like, man, I'm just gonna grab some food. Uh, I was meeting some people the next day. I, I it, it appeared to be a normal Mexican restaurant. It was not. It was a it was an old school Mexican line dancing bar. So, so they.
12: I know, I know there's one by the airport that was a, uh, a brothel. It was run by a uh, like a 79 year old uh, Mexican lady.
0: You're kidding? A, yeah. This, as far this... as I know,
12: she's the oldest pimp uh, in like recent times. She ran it for like 30 years, right behind uh, Hobby Airport.
0: Wow. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. When I flew in, I I, I think I flew into to George. What, what is it? H. Bush Airport. H. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Up north. Yeah, yeah. So I, I flew in there and I, I again, making my way down to the hotel. I this Mexican place. It's, it's a, it, I get in and it's like Mexicans, but they're dressed as cowboys. Um, and there is line dancing. And then later on, there was, uh, like I, i got there kind of in the middle and then it was, uh, like Mexican karaoke night. And, um, uh, it, it, if it was, yeah, again, man, strange city. Cause you, you don't know. You kind of, yeah, you we'll kind of go down through. one road and it's like, ah. Seems like a decent enough area. And then you walk in, you're like, oh, shit. Uh, I d- I definitely, I think I'm probably in the wrong wrong part of town. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, dude, I appreciate you being on the show. That's a, that's a crazy fucking story.
12: Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for
0: the call. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you,
12: keep do- you keep doing you, Russ. You keep I, doing you, man. Uh, you
0: know I do. Like I, 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 I will never stop doing me, which is probably the problem. Fuck
12: yeah. Big, big daddy himself.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Travis, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Hello. Is this Dave? Hey, Big dick Daddy. What's up? What's up, dude? It's Ross. <laughs> uh, same
13: shit, different color.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I can smell it. I can actually Enjoy smell it.
13: Enjoying the uh, central Florida sunshine, the liquid sunshine we're getting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? <laughs>
13: Oh, it's wonderful,
0: (laughs) Uh, dude! Thanks for being on Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, What? What do you? What what do you do here?
13: Uh, I'm a canine officer. I'm actually uh, work with one of the guys you called earlier in the show.
0: Oh no shit! Here in Central Florida. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Um, So, so here's when I put out the, the the casting net for this. Uh, yours, yours specifically says found a hammer, a vibrator and a crack pipe on one chick after she, she smashed her ex-boyfriend's car with a hammer. How did this go down?
13: Um, well, I guess we got a call that she was over at an apartment complex, uh, beating the shit out of her boyfriend's car with a little small, you know, carpentry hammer. Um, they said she took off. I just happened to be in the area. Seen the car that she took off in. Did the traffic stop. Made contact. I had contact with her several times before, so I I knew the jig was up. Uh, made contact with her. Had her come out of the car. Uh, went ahead. Yeah, I know it's her. The guy called her out by name. So I started searching her, patting her down. Got sure as hell the hammers, you know, in her waistband. I'm like, oh, okay, well that narrows that down. Keep searching her. One hit, you know, one pocket. She had her little, you know, toy. Vibrator. I was like, oh, oh, okay. The next pocket, she had a crack pipe. I was like, oh, well, I I guess you know she's a gal. She's just down to party. Yeah,
0: why not? Why not? uh, Crack uh, pipe and a vibrator.
13: I mean, if I'd have found a condom, you know, she probably would have been a little bit more classy. But you know, it it happens. Sure. Central Florida.
0: You're right. Look, look, let's face it. In Central Florida, you're raw dogging it. You know.
13: Yeah, you got to be careful down here somewhere. (laughs) You know, it just gets bad. Sure. No. So yeah, that is definitely one of the uh, most odd searches I have done on someone.
0: What, what, so did did you ask her like, hey, like you know, <laughs> what, what, like do you smoke crack and just use a vibrator? Is that what it was for? Or was yeah. w- was that a trade off from something else? Like
13: you know, there's some things that are just better left unasked sometimes. Yeah, and that's I, I just guess that's want to ask those questions.
0: That's a great like th- that's a great question then for you, Dave, because uh, a lot a lot of these things like. You know, I'm a fucking normal person, um, but I would I would ask: Do you, are you guys just so over it that you're just like, eh? I don't even fucking care anymore.
13: Yeah, because yeah, at this point, it's it's you're gonna tell me something that's probably not true anyway, and I might get a bad visual image in my head or mental image. And at that point, it's just uh, I'd rather sleep better at night, not knowing.
0: Wow! Things. Wow! Yeah, I, I I would have to say after a while. Yeah, I mean, how do you get to sleep?
13: Uh, usually I go home and just shut my eyes.
0: Yeah. No, no, shut no. Up with the wife. Yeah. But, but, but besides that, like, do, do you see enough fucked up shit that you're just like, was there anything that was, you were just like, man, I, I, I'm having a hard time shaking this one.
13: Well, I mean, there's some times that you, you do go through it and you, you've you got to talk to people. I mean, you can't hold stuff like that in for sure. Sure. Um, you, you gotta have a good, uh, crisis intervention team or critical incident support team, that, you know, you can talk to and employers will have those resources available when you have those rough calls. So luckily a supportive family helps out a lot, especially a supportive wife that you can talk to. And, you know, she, my wife now, she uh, used to be an ER nurse. So she's seen her share of fucked up things here and there. So we're able to talk to each other about it. It helps a lot. So,
0: yeah, that's great. Um, and I, and I'm glad you brought up that point. Uh, because it's you guys get paid too little for what you do. Do, do you feel that?
13: Uh, sometimes, sometimes I think we're overpaid. Sometimes we're definitely underpaid. Uh, you you got to find that happy medium in there.
0: Yeah, because I I, I, would, I would just imagine dealing with all of this shit that it's just like man, fuck, we deserve more money for this.
13: Yeah, there's there's definitely some days you're like, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, I could have I could have wouldn't been a pilot or something. Yeah, yeah. Better than this.
0: Well, hey, no, man, g- God bless you for doing it. Uh, and uh, I, I appreciate you being on the show, man.
13: Nah, not a problem, Ross. Anytime, brother.
0: All right. Awesome, man. I, I Hey, th- thanks for taking your time out of a Sunday for me.
13: Not a problem, brother. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye.
1: Hello?
0: Is this Millicent? Yes. This is Ross Patterson. How are you?
1: I'm fine. how are you
0: i'm i am I am awesome uh I, as you know, on Ross Patterson Revolution, we're doing a first responder show uh what what do you do Millicent?
1: I am a retired surgical tech now. okay, but I was a Navy Corpsman for eight years.
0: okay. And and uh, when I when I threw out the 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 net for this show, uh, you you responded with, "I can tell you about n- naked Coast Guard Jesus." <laughs>
1: for Jesus, yeah, my first duty station was Naval Hospital Groton, and right across the river was the Coast Guard Academy. So okay. Final time comes around, and there's usually a few few of them that you know flip their lids and go a little crazy but we got a call about one that was running through the dorms and through the areas um screaming i'm jesus i'm jesus and he was naked and this is november so it's a little cold yeah so we take our we take off running after him there's about three of us the me the emt my paramedic and one of the security guards so we finally tackle him get him <clears throat> naked get him into the rig get over to the hospital get him sedated and they decide well we need to take him up to boston and fly him out i think i don't remember where they're flying him so we give him some thorazine get in the rig i'm driving didn't realize didn't quite have him strapped down coming into boston on the 95 traffic starting to pick up all of a sudden I hear a fuck from the back, doors bust open, naked Jesus starts running down the 95, screaming, I am coming, I am coming to save the world. I am coming. Holy shit.
0: Down 95? So we had to leave
1: the rig down 95. So we had to park the rig on the 95 and chase the naked guy.
0: No way. Yeah. So did, you, did you guys finally catch up with him?
1: Yeah, we finally caught him. He was really grimy from all the snow.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. uh, What's the shrinkage like running buck naked in the snow like that? Uh,
1: He was definitely a shower, not a grower.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, good for him. At least he put on a good show then, you know?
1: Yeah, it's something I'll never forget. Yeah. (laughs) Screaming. Screaming dude. (laughs) Nice. Little white ass running down the freeway. I am coming. I am coming. I am Jesus.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, hey, Millicent, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right.
1: Thanks for calling. Have a good night. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. All right.
0: Hello? Hey, is this Ian?
14: Yeah, is this?
0: uh... This is Ross Patterson. How are you, man? no shit <laughs> what's up dude what's going on hey you're 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 on ross patterson revolution uh we're doing the, the, the first responder show uh what, what, do okay. do? what do you do what do you doing um
14: so i'm actually in the navy um but i started volunteer uh firefighting and as as an emt when i was 16 in high school okay so um i think you want to hear about my uh the weirdest call I've ever been on. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're,
0: yeah, I want to hear your wildest call.
14: All right. So this was probably July of 2012. I had just joined my fire department, and uh, we got an EMS assist call. Uh, a woman thinks her husband's dead, so we rolled up, uh, front door, knocking on it, and everything. No answer. Hear screaming coming from the back. Roll. Uh, run down to the, um, back driveway and there's a detached garage and there's this older lady sitting on a toolbox that you would have in like the back of a truck. Okay. Um, so she's screaming something. We can't really make out what it is as we're running up. We're not really concerned with that. We just see her husband, uh, in the back of the garage. As we get closer, we can kind of make out what she's saying. Something along the lines of, my husband's not decent. Nobody should see him like this.
1: Oh, boy. So,
14: <laughs> so we're like, whatever. You know, we, We've seen it all at this point. I had just joined my fire department. So I hadn't, but the other guys had. Right. So um, we got back there, and we're looking at this dude. And this dude's probably... Late 70s, early 80s, probably 300 pounds, um, leaning against a bar stool against the back of his garage. And we're checking him to see uh, if we can work on him or anything. And we're sitting there and we're like, nah, he's, we can't do anything. He's too far gone. So I started putting everything back into um, the truck. And I get back on the truck, and everybody gets there, and we get in, we start rolling down the road, and everyone is dying laughing. Now, being being a 16 year old, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys laughing about? Right. You know, this is a dead guy. And uh, are you still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course I'm still here. Are you kidding me? Hang on. My phone's about to die, so let me plug it back up. Um, so. I'm like, what are you guys laughing about? And they were like, did you not look around him and see what was going on? I was like, nah. And they were like, well, first off, it looked like somebody had pulled his pants back up. Because the root of his penis was sticking out a little bit. And his pants were on butt. Mind you, this dude's like 300 pounds old. Uh, 300 pounds.
0: Okay. So,
14: they were like, we didn't think much of it at the first. And then we looked around. And there was a plywood cutout with hinges on the floor. And a hole cut out in the center. And handles on it. And they were like first we thought it was something for him to stick his penis through. So he pissed um, and didn't piss on himself. And then they looked at it. And there were hips drawn on it. And then they looked to the box to the left of him. And no shit. There was like 20 different pocket pussies. uh, Laying in that box.
0: Shut the fuck up.
14: I swear to God. (laughs) How did he die? Uh apparently um he his heart couldn't take it cuz i mean he's you know almost 80 years old 300 pounds his he, heart can't take that much of exertion
0: So he was and, fu- he he died fucking a pocket pussy? Yes. Oh no. No, yeah. that would be the worst. Well, uh, maybe the and best. And his wife found him. Oh his wife found him. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Yeah fuck so what What do you think final call here 80 years old good or bad you know like you went out like that but I guess I guess if your wife found you that, and then it's like hey man how did your husband well, die no he was yeah. fucking a pocket pussy
14: you know um, at that point you know I think it'd be a good way to go you know after I'm gone I don't care about what anybody else thinks so you know
0: yeah yeah it's true it's true uh, I guess I guess if you're gonna go out, you might as well go out with a literal bang of a of a yeah. pocket pussy. But uh, Jesus, uh, and that was your that was your first time seeing?
14: <laughs> yeah. So my mother had been uh, running EMS at that time for thirty years, and she had been an ER nurse. I told her this story uh, the day after I got back. She was like, "In my thirty years of EMS and my ten years of working in an ER." That trumps every one of my stories combined.
0: Oh man, that's great! Uh, <laughs> this is—you know what? This is the last call of the night, so th- this is perfect. We're literally going to end on "Killed by <laughs> Fucking a Pocket Pussy" to end the show tonight. All right, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I appreciate you being on the show, and thanks for letting me call you on a Sunday.
14: Oh no problem, man. Hey, I I love listening to your show and uh, Drinking Bros and Blackhearted and everything, man.
0: i I really appreciate uh, it and, and man we're we're grateful we're grateful for you uh we we appreciate you listening seriously yeah
14: all right man have a good night
0: you too man thank you again yep bye Bye. wow uh death by pocket pussy that's as the last call that's that's pretty phenomenal um yeah, we're going to look, we're definitely going to have to do another one of these shows cuz this this was fucking epic. Just absolutely epic. Uh <laughs> with that, we'll get to uh the revolutionary figure of the day. Um this one uh, this one's going to go out to a city. And uh this is the city of Boston. In 1838, the city of Boston was actually the first one to establish the first American police force. Um, they were the first ones to do it said New York city followed in, uh, 1845, uh, Albany, New York, and then Chicago in, in 1851. Um, so yeah, uh, the city of Boston, that, that, that actually doesn't surprise me. I would have said Boston or New York. Um, but yeah, yeah. But Boston makes sense. Uh, I look, Hey, I, I appreciate you guys listening. I, I appreciate everyone, uh, taking time out of their Sunday nights to, to be on the show um, I'm Ross Patterson This is The Revolution You guys stay safe out there And thank you for doing what you do uh, We love you Good night